Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Back in the studio, it's been a few weeks, but I'm excited to be back in here. And if you're listening on air, there's a couple of podcasts that I just put out. One I was talking about tipping. <laughs> my frustration with tipping. That was just me talking out loud of some of my thoughts around that whole idea. And then I talked a little bit about, you know, you know, uh, choosing your life and about my trip and how you can uh, empower yourself to make your own decisions and live the life you want. So that's on the last couple episodes on exploringmindandbody.com. And today we have Sean Bardell on and I want to say, you know that Dos Equis guy that they say uh, the most interesting man in the world? Well, I think Sean's got a leg up on him because he has been all over the world. And I'm going to call this show Farming, Food, and Healing. He's done so much. He's been active in the holistic health movement since 1970. He has degrees in zoology and education. He actually won a lifetime teaching award. And, you know, one of my favorite parts of his story is he's a a public health officer in the Peace Corps in a small island of Yelp in Micronesia. So that's kind of crazy. He talks about that, too. He's got tons of information to share, and it's all coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. You know, I, I mean, I've always had a basic, you know, my degrees in zoology. And, uh, you know, it, that evolved into, at one point, you know, when I was going through my BS, uh, you know, degree, you know, I thought, well, maybe I'll be a naturalist and maybe I'll be a veterinary medical doctor. And, you know, and, and uh, of course, I, that was uh, when I was graduating. We were also dealing with the Vietnam War, and uh, so I had um, I had I had to get into graduate school, and I decided, well, maybe I'll be a, a human doctor. And so <clears throat> I I applied to only the University of Washington, didn't study for the entrance exam, and and didn't get accepted, unsurprisingly. And then I was eligible for draft in Vietnam, and what um, I did instead is went into the U.S. Peace Corps. And uh, we were the first group of Peace Corps volunteers to be sent into a part of the world that really hadn't seen many outsiders, and it was Micronesia. And so I was sent on an island called the Island of Stone Money, and where people still wore loincloths and and the women wore grass skirts, and I was a uh, public health of, official on an island in the South Pacific, in the Central Pacific for for two years, and witnessed a, a people that um, you know lived off the land, fished the fee, everything was organic, everything was wild crafted, and they were incredibly healthy. So that's kind of the groundings of the story that kind of ended in where I'm at now, which is with my wife creating uh, bioimmersion and and uh, a company that produces a product line that we call therapeutic food supplements. And uh, But anyways, like I was saying back in 1966, um, it, I was sitting on the University of Washington campus 
contemplating my fate, uh, re- realizing I had just blown my entrance exam for medical school, and um, it was the spring, and I was going to be graduating, and uh, my name was high on the draft list, so there was no question I was going to be drafted the minute I graduated. And uh, some uh, representative for the United States Peace Corps handed me a brochure, and it said, Peace Corps goes to paradise. And there was a lovely Micronesian girl on the front of it, and, and you know, and I thought, I want to go to paradise. <laughs> and, and so I basically filled out that uh, application that night, and, of course, to be in in the American Peace Corps, it's a it's not a rigorous process, but you can't be a criminal. You know, they <clears throat> really check you out and check your family out and everything because you're representing the United States around the world. And then uh, I was, turns out, I got accepted, uh, and we were the first group of American Peace Corps volunteers uh, to be sent into a part of the uh, world called the Trust Territory of the Pacific. And it was all those Pacific islands that um, were uh, actually uh, during World War uh, II, uh, as the Japanese spread through the Pacific, they gradually spread into the Central Pacific, which was islands like Palau and Yap and Ponape and the Marshall Islands, and, and they struck uh, Pearl Harbor from the Marshall Islands. Uh, and so, but these these islands are in the Central Pacific. They're just way they're coral atolls. They're beautiful, but you know, it's just kind of it's just as far away from the world as you could possibly imagine. What happened after World War II is that the um, the United States was given by the UN the mandate of being a sort of protector of that Central Pacific uh, island group, so that the communists uh, that were you know expanding down into Southeast Asia, uh, and and we were concerned about that, and that's why we were in Vietnam to stop the spread of communism. Well, that you know the Peace Corps was sent into Micronesia to basically bring these people into the modern world. So anyway, I was sent there as a public health official. I was trained in Hawaii for three months, uh, learned the, started to learn the language of uh, the Yappies people. And I was sent to an island that, uh, I was sent to a part of the island that I was the first non-Yappies person in that island other than an anthropologist in the 1940s. And so, you know, the men, like I said, had loincloths, the women uh, wore grass skirts, no tops. And um, basically, I just went to work. Uh, my job was to analyze the, the health conditions of the people and to implement uh, a coordinated uh, sort of a disease eradication or protection against disease program. And as I, you know, over the two years, analyzed the health of these these people, uh, they had no cancer, they had no heart disease, they had no diabetes, uh, they really didn't have much weight issues, uh, they were incredibly healthy, uh, no, no obvious allergies. Uh, they had worms, they had ascaris worms, they had some filariasis, which is like elephantiasis, they had very small amount of leprosy, they had tuberculosis, some tuberculosis, but, you know, they, they didn't have the chronic degenerative diseases that you see today, uh, which is the blight today, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, you know, these, these diseases that you don't die immediately, they're just chronic and they, you, 
try to drug them, drug yourself to, you know, and basically what it came down to with these people is their their diet was 100% organic. There was no canned foods. There was no, everything was off the trees or, you know, it was a lush environment. The, the, the coral atoll was filled with fish, with, with the land. There was land crabs. There was, um, you know, turtles in the sea. And it was the active people, and they were very healthy. And so after two years of being involved in that environment, um, it would, it just changed my life in, in many ways. And, and, uh, and so anyway, I came back to America and, and then I, you know, became a teacher, uh, in the public school system in America and, uh, and eventually, you know, got married and, and, um, uh, then my wife, uh, became, she, in fact, when I married, uh, my wife, she had a, a very, uh, good, uh, nutrition and deep tissue massage business. And, uh, and, uh, and so we kind of started working together in that. And then Dory got very ill and pretty much bedridden in pain. And I had to, at that point, uh, the company, you know, the company was her brainchild and she had therapists working and all that sort of thing. And this is back in 1980. And, uh, so she really, was so ill and, and you know for about five years she was pretty much bedridden in pain nobody could figure out what was going on and so we went to every kind of doctor in the world and you know holistic mainstream to try to figure it out it was one of those chronic things that you just many times we almost lost her and so i had to make figure out a way of making money uh and so uh, basically what i did is i took a position uh, selling uh, glandulars and and was in the very foundation of, of many of the industry's nutraceuticals. And uh, we just took off from there. And, and then we finally figured out Dory's health issues. And and uh, we eventually developed a company called Pharmax, which uh, we had a partner from England and uh, became a rather big company. And actually, Pharmax was... Uh, uh, sold then to Soroyal, which is a Canadian company, and then Soroyal apparently has been sold to a drug company, a, a Canadian drug company, and so our first big company that we developed and and it became a big company was Pharmax, and uh, then we decided uh, that we wanted to uh, go back the direction of food as medicine. And, uh, you know, because we then, uh, we understand, we understood nutraceuticals. With Pharmax, we had maybe 100, 200 different products of all kinds of, from fish oils to CoQ10 to you, you name it. With, um, with bioimmersion, we went back the direction of food as medicine. And so we we started consulting and looking at the farm farmers and who's producing what and uh, we had become by the time we did Farmax we were committed organic people so we knew we wanted to uh, source organically we also knew enough uh, at that point in our evolution in the industry that we could encapsulate without using excipients. So we could encapsulate without using magsterate, without using silicone dioxide, these things that are companies use to speed up machines so you can produce more per hour. And But we felt that we wanted to 
produce product that um, is, uh, you know, not giving people anything other than the the nutrients that uh, they're wanting, not not uh, manufacturing additives. And so, of course, there is the capsule that's a manufactured additive, but we have both. Uh, uh, powders and capsules, and so we just started one by one creating the therapeutic food line. And uh, you know, uh, you know, part of the hot items today in the in the um, amongst uh, uh, medical professionals, uh, among health practitioners and people like yourself, Drew, and whatnot, is uh, one of the hot areas is probiotics, and another hot area is the. Um, fruits and vegetables and the colorful uh, uh, pigments uh, and organic acids, the, the polyphenols that are in fruits and vegetables, these are things that we're looking at. It's kind of all that other stuff that's in the plants, fruits and vegetables, then uh, vitamins and minerals. What is the other stuff? Well, the other stuff are the are the flavonoids and the, the organic acids and the anthocyanins and all this this uh, groupings of these phytochemicals? I guess we could say phytonutrients is a, is a very important big topic. And so, as we started looking at food as medicine and what what makes food therapeutic. And I guess that's the big uh, question. And in fact, we have a webinar that we put out, which is called "What Makes Food Therapeutic," and we really get into phytochemicals and and looking in specific at you know the the from the from the terpenes to to the flavones to the to the isoflavones to um, you know lignans, all these different things. And so, how do they? influence our body's health and why is it that our own government here in the United States has what they started with the three to five uh, fruits and vegetables a day program and now they're up to seven to nine fruits and vegetables a day program trying to convince Americans to eat more fruits and vegetables and so what the heck's in fruits and vegetables that makes us more healthy what was in the foods that the Micronesian people eat, the people of Yap, Yap uh, ate, that uh, allowed them to be healthy when they're eating fresh, you know, papayas, fresh bananas every day. When they're having coconuts, that's their the liquid of choice. You know, when they're having, you know, a fresh fish that hasn't been farm raised and things like this. What is it in food that makes our bodies healthy? And that's where the research is going back to today and that's the and as you know drew that is the missing phenomena in the world today is that we've gone away from food as medicine in fact we're we almost can't say that food is medicine by our own fda down here because how can food be medicine and uh so so we've made a line that has uh, good bacteria that's combined with therapeutic foods so that we take the whole uh probiotic thing and then we combine that with therapeutic foods and make products that uh, do different things in the body. All right, stay right there on Exploring Mind and Body. We're going to take a short commercial break. Be right back with Sean Bardell. 
Exploring mind and body with True Forms, True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. So if you go to our website, we're very environmental. And so we've made our our website our repository for uh, our information. And uh, our client, we sell to doctors, health professionals, pharmacies. So that's who we sell to. So you won't see retail prices in the website because, you know, we don't sell directly to the public. We sell these products um, to professionals. But uh, bioimmersion.com is the is the is the website, and it's there that we we get into all the issues. If they click on products, they're going to see all of the therapeutic foods that we have thus far. And incidentally, we're coming out with another eight by uh, February end of February that uh, we've been working on for a couple of years. So each one of these products is truly a birthing project process. You know, it's. You know, we give it a lot of thought before we, we, we pull it together. But you'll see in there uh, when, you, you know, our, with our focus that we, we're very into farming. We're into uh, biological farming and, and uh, uh, eco-farming and uh, biodynamic farming and permaculture and, and these kinds of farming methods that actually don't use herbicides and pesticides that uh, use uh, diversity in planting so that you don't have these large monocultures that the only way you can have one plant in a large plot is by using herbicides and pesticides and and so we we're all about transforming the food production back to one that is not putting toxins into the food chain and you know our our position not our position the position of pretty much everybody today is that the problem is that people's bodies are overwhelmed with uh, toxins, that people's bodies are overwhelmed with pathogens coming from all over the world. Uh, Stress today is probably like it has never been in the world, maybe, and stress is very, very hard on our immune systems. And when our immune system is weakened because of, of the challenge of pathogens, because of the challenge of toxins, and because of the uh, uh, bad lifestyles that we lead where we're not eating healthy foods that would, would enhance the immune system, our immune systems are weak and or overworked or overstressed. And when that happens, you have these chronic degenerative diseases and the bodies are basically chronically inflamed. And so if we look at correcting these issues, you really have to get back to the most basic thing in the world, and that is how are we feeding ourselves. And so we're very much about local, organic, uh, high-active foods and, and, and having communities start going back to their roots and making sure that they, they really grasp how to, how to do that. Now, with therapeutic foods, you know, it's in a supplemental form, and and it's medical because people are so far away removed from actually consistently eating fresh fruits and vegetables with high actives that we're helping that to happen by having our products that they can add to their diet 
and help make that happen. Now, down the road, when we get our farming right and we get our food system right again, then our bodies can be nourished by, you know, just for having good foods that are coming in because we we have good dietary habits. And you know all about that, Drew. And, uh, and, um, and again, forgive me for just talking at you and we're not kind of going back and forth here. <laughs> That's all right. Well, you know what? We do have to, we do have to get going here, but is there anything you want to add just before uh, we wrap things up? Yeah, sure. People can really uh, get a lot of information, a lot of knowledge by going to our website. I put out a newsletter on a weekly basis to health practitioners, and and that's in the blog. If they click on the blog tab, they're going to see the newsletters. They'll see the newsletters archived there, and they go back to 2005, so there's a lot of them, but it's phenomenal information. I create a lot of links so people can go to all these wonderful things. A lot of time I'm linking to your wonderful David Suzuki up in Canada, and you know, and other fantastic Canadians that are doing you know magnificent things for the environment, and uh, and so I, I I'm an educator, and so we we create our website to be an educational resource for people, and of course um, one can there's all sorts of ways people consumers can get the products because there are people who sell them online. Okay, well, well, we'll direct people to bioimmersion.com and hopefully we can get some people signed up for your newsletter that way too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, consumers can be signed into the, into the newsletter and, um, and if you want to have a conversation again down the road, Drew, anytime, I, I, next, next time we have a chat, I will not be such a motor mouth and <laughs> we'll just go back and forth. Yeah, I'd like to talk about your new book. I do want to... The book is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it covers a lot of things like the de-evolution of the planet, which is happening rather fast and it's predicted within 100 years we're going to have the next mass extinction if we don't get our act together. Thanks so much for uh, your time, Sean. I appreciate your information and giving our, our listeners a chance to hear what you have to say. Alright, so that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Exploring Mind and Body. Just want to thank Sean for his time. He's uh, got a lot of things going on. It looks like they have a great company that is based around the environment and health and food. So you can check out bioimmersion.com. It's got all kinds of information. He has his newsletter. I'm going to link this all to the show notes in exploringmindandbody.com slash farming, food, and healing. Uh, thanks to Jameson Brown, my producer for edits. Thank you for being there. I always appreciate your support with your downloads shares and more. I'm doing some online coaching. If you're interested, that's at trueformlife.com slash online coaching. And we also have a brand new sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. Now this is salt lamps. It's Himalayan salt. It's pink salt. And you know, when I was away and I was around in a different area and a different people, I couldn't believe how much white salt there was going on. Like there's white salt in, of course, in restaurants and households and my friends are using it. And you know what? Like we just, I guess we need to pay attention to our health. And for me, I kind of live in, I want to say a secluded environment where a lot of people, a lot of my friends and, and family are more health oriented. I hope that doesn't sound um, overconfident, but 
Uh, I just didn't realize how many people are using white salt and it's really detrimental to our health. We need to start using pink salt that's not so refined and the minerals aren't stripped out. This can actually improve your health. So um, I want you to check out, they have salt lamps and salt shakers, all kinds of different Himalayan salt products. So again, that's makmysticexpressions.com. Check them out. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia in Health and Fitness for Better World. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.